Welcome, music friends, once again to Musician Next Door. I am Stephen Stamp, joined by... Carrie Jane McMaster. And we are thrilled to have as our final guest for season one, Lindsay Barr, local musical legend. Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. We are going to have Carrie start off, and you're going to go back to the roots. Back to the roots we go. So I was reading over uh, some of your press releases, what, um, dabbling in your um, your website, you know, reading a little bit about you. Um, we met a few years ago, and, and there was a lot I didn't know. And, and just reading through everything, one thing just sort of stood out. And I felt like in every part of your story, there was courage. And, and I just, to me... I wanted to know what that was like. I mean, everything seemed courageous. And from when you were 12 to when you were, when you just took off and you went to Nova Scotia. And um, what was that? Newfoundland, Both, sorry. Actually. Both, okay. Yeah. So what was that like for you? Wow, that's such a nice way to, thank you. That's a lovely <laughs> way to, to look at it because perhaps I, I didn't look at it like that. And um, I think courage is a, a a number one thing to have within to be an artist and to to take a step that perhaps only you can see that vision mm. and you yourself only know what you're capable of and sometimes you have to prove that to people and I think that is definitely one thing that um, my inhibitions kind of come from I just kind of go for it and mm. then if it doesn't work then I pick up the pieces and I do it again and I think perseverance was instilled in me as a small child, as a gymnast, and a, I was a competitive figure skater. And yeah. I didn't have a very normal childhood like that. So I think that kind of like uh, perseverance, just keep working on something, has really played an impact throughout my whole life, which translates to, to having courage, I guess. And yeah. it's a lovely way to look at it. <laughs> and I mean, that's interesting because part of what people know about you part of what people think about you is you're so vibrant you're so mm -hmm. dynamic up on stage Absolutely. and it you seem completely fearless i mean you're out there and you're blasting it and and i was reading the one quote you said about you know I, i'm gonna get up and command attention why would you not do that yeah. um which is kind of funny because i know for carrie as a musician she's a, a bit quieter a bit more like we gotta make sure we're micing her up her voice properly because um because she's a bit more reserved a wonderful musician which i'm working well. on but she is working <laughs> on but, that too yeah. right but yeah. it's it's you you don't seem like you need to reach deep for the courage it seems like yeah. you're 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 just out there well, thank you. Um, I do feel like perhaps I've got y'all fooled because I do indeed get nervous and I do indeed have a great amount of self-doubt at times. But I have a wonderful um, uh, support system musically and just in my own family and my husband and such. And I think uh, the, the courage and, and the fearlessness uh, comes from just knowing what you're capable of. Right. And trying to prove that to other people. But indeed, I get uh, very nervous right before I sing. Maybe not on the smaller gigs because I just, I, that's my comfort zone. But the, the larger gigs, I'm, I'm quite, I get a little uh, nervous and sometimes I talk too much and I banter in between my songs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Which is good to an extent, right? <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. But, um, Fearlessness, um, there should be an element for performance, performers to either have that or strive for that. Mm -hmm. um, and if you have to pretend, 
then so be it. You know what I mean? It's a part of being a performer. Mm-hmm. You were going to talk about some of the bigger gigs, some of the, the kind yeah. of big shows. Yeah, I, I looked, you know, I, I was reading over how you opened for Sam Roberts and Colin James and yeah. a few other amazing artists, yeah. and you were part of Canadian Idol. Yeah. And, so what was that all about? Yeah. What was those, it like? Those bands, that's going back to a ska punk band I was in in, uh, in Newfoundland, okay. Firewires, and we, we, uh, we got pretty popular pretty fast, and we did some really great gigs and that's really where I learned a lot of my lessons yeah. and uh, Canadian Idol was also a bit of a whirlwind like uh, it wasn't really a goal of mine and, and I, I went and tried out and it just happened and went from there again a lot of lessons learned Yeah. and uh, I, I'm thankful for those lessons you know because the reality of being a musician is uh not that, you know, it's, it's not a television show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I do strive for uh, a bigger audience. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like, and if I don't get there, well then, God damn it, I try. <laughs> right? But that's kind of the path I'm on now. You're talking about, you know, not, it's not a TV show. There is a visual element. You've got a video coming out that we're going to talk about a bit later. Um, we're, you're going to be playing in a little bit once we talk about some things. Um, a song that you've, you have a video out for called Inside Out. Mm. And for that one, uh, you're an artist and an actor and all these things. But I'm curious about the, about the art. Um, because we, we like, we're here recording at Revive Hair Lounge and we always have artists up on the walls and, and uh, my sister's an artist so we see lots of art around and, and I'm fascinated, watching the video, in the video you're painting, um, you're drawing, I'm curious, there's a lot of art there, that, is that all your stuff? It's all mine. It's all wow. yours. And there's probably 200 drawings that are not on the wall. Right. Wow, that's it impressive. Was, yeah, I have about 289 of those drawings, the black and white drawings, which yeah. was a series I did. But I did, I studied at NASCAD University in Halifax right. in a fine arts school. And that just answered a lot of uh, my artistic needs, which is kind of a quiet part of my life, but I still, I still create in a very, very many ways visually. But I thought that it would be neat to incorporate that into the music video. What was the, the dynamic like? I mean, you've got Rob Viscardis recording the video. Did he just say, because you're in there, you're surrounded. You've got the draw, the drawings up on the wall. You've got paintings up on easels all around. And you're actually painting. And it, it looks pretty clear that you're, that I'd love to see the one, you know, see what it looks like now. <laughs> you're done the video. Maybe we'll have to talk to you about it, displaying here, exhibiting here. But um, you just thought of that? No, I asked her. Yes, I asked her. <laughs> <laughs> we covered all that. But, uh, you know, you're in there, you're, you're painting, you're doing various techniques with textures and things, and you're dancing, and you're singing. How did that all work together? Oh, I, I'm working with Rob Viscardis, he just, like, he, he just believes me. He takes my ideas and we, we incorporate each other's like collaborative process, but he really believes me and he takes me serious. So I really appreciate that because working with him, it, their possibilities are endless. Right. You know, and I feel like some people, I, I do have big ideas sometimes, but why not? And working with someone who's just like, he totally can see it. And we were struggling. We, we wrote about six scripts for Inside Out. Wow. And then, I was dozing off at night, and this is when a lot of the, the real organic thought processes happen, and I was like, oh, why don't I incorporate my art? <laughs> and then I wrote it right away, and I, was, I just started chucking photos of my 
my drawing sim, I was like, what if? <laughs> we just use this as the entire background. It was just like visually overstimulating. Right. And he was just like, love it. And then we expanded the next day and voila. That's amazing. Um, it's a very dense set in terms yeah. of so is, many drawings, yeah. so much yeah. paint. So I wanted paint. it to be visually congested. Yeah. I wanted that feeling to be portrayed visually because the song is verbally congested and it is a departure in my style as mm -hmm. well. Like, I'm going for this doo wop 1950s throwback thing. Yeah, I love that. That was literally so my next question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm was, very strategic. That was literally the next thing I was going to say was it's got like a 50s vibe. Yeah. Like, it's like... You're a pinup singing this yeah. 50s song. You've got that doo-wop thing. Oh, that's great. So it, it works. So I think we've reached the time where we should listen to the song. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. So we're going to uh, take a quick break and listen to Inside Out by the inimitable Lindsay Barr.
Hey folks, a quick interjection. The show with Lindsay Barr at Musician Next Door was originally scheduled for the end of November. We've had to reschedule so it will be December the 12th at 9 p.m. at Next Door. So ignore anything else you hear during the course of the recording. The show will be December the 12th at Next Door, 187 Hunter Street West. All right, that was Inside Out, and you've got to go and check out the video, uh, see what we're talking about. Hopefully, you uh, enjoy both the uh, audio and check out the video. And we talked about visual things and and your presence. And one of the things that immediately jumps out, of course, with you is your tattoos, which is not at the moment because you have long sleeves. But yeah, um, it was interesting because you know preparing for this, I was going back and watching videos of of some of your you know videos from like 2012 and things. And I mean, I've been listening to you play since 2006, I think. Uh, we've known each other for a while now, and you go back and watch your old videos and you see, you know, there's the small tattoo up on the right upper arm, there's the band around the, the lower arm, and then you just gradually add it kind of all over. What's the process like? What do your tattoos mean to you? And, and what what's led you to the, the state you're in? I just always knew I'd be a tattooed lady. <laughs> when I was a little girl, I just loved tattoos. Um, but I think about them for a long time before I get them. And I've been going to uh, tattoos here in Peterborough and He's exclusively tattooed me for the past few years. Um, I just come up with an idea. It's almost like my skin gets itchy. My lidness is getting itchy. I, I, it's got it. It's just prime real estate here. You got some space there. It's like I got some space. So I'm moving to my left arm, but it's just such a natural process for me. Okay. I just start thinking of things and really wanting to put them on my arm, and it makes no sense. <laughs> Is it just the arm? You got anything on your legs? Or you no, got, I, I, ju I just uh, have sleeves and by, by the time I'm done with it, it'll be full sleeves with yeah. my back as well. Okay. Nice. Carrie's got, I mean, Carrie actually, when she was getting her first tattoo, she had three different ideas and we talked to Bree. <laughs> it was small. Uh, tattooed by Bree, she's terrific. And um, she was like, oh, you know, I was thinking about these, so I was thinking I'd get this one and then later I'd get this one. And, this. <laughs> and Bree was like, well, it's not gonna take that long. I shoot all three of them, so she went in one day and three tattoos, but a big boom. Yeah, well, yeah. they were small, but actually, when she went in, um, when I went in finally for the actual tattooing, which was like about half a year apart or something like that, it was a while. Um, this one here in particular, the fox with the Celtic words, was actually supposed to be much smaller, and then she drew it larger, and I thought, what the hell? I'll yeah. just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I think. It, originally, she thought it was just going to be three small ones. So anyway, yeah, it's just been kind of fun to watch the process. You can go back and track them through your videos as yeah. you've added added yeah. to the sleeves. So it's it's yeah. pretty fun. Time stamp. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to ask you about is uh, you mentioned Dennis Coggan, your husband and, mm. uh, and guitarist, and I mean you're the the lead or you're like the rhythm guitarist and he's like the lead guy oh, yeah. uh, he just blows me away when I get yeah. to see him play I know you're a big fan yeah um, he, yeah I need to say that uh, he just got a, a brand new classical guitar and he is like a Spanish god in the <laughs> that's awesome but he's uh he's incredible talent and I'm absolutely fortunate to have him on my right arm yeah how long have you uh you said you've been together for 10 years 10 years okay, so that goes back to we, now. I auditioned him for my band and we fell in love so 10 years playing 10 wow. years together wow. wow that's cool yeah. very cool still in love and do you 
for when you're writing, I mean, we always like to talk about the process a bit. Mm-hmm. You're the songwriter primarily, but obviously he's got to be pretty involved. Oh, we've the... we've collabed yeah. quite a bit. I mean, he's he's intertwined in everything I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I say, it takes takes uh, more than just me to put a lot of things together. He's just my permanent team member. Mm-hmm. So for every song, every visual, every everything, I run it by him, or he helps me yeah. uh, develop ideas. And we've straight up 50-50 written songs together. But yeah, I'm, I'm primarily the the drive, the right. I'm just I'm a writer, you know. Yeah. So, I, I, it's a natural thing for me to continue to create songs. But he's always there in the process. And you taught yourself to play guitar, right? Yeah. 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 And he got into poetry and kind of merged yeah, the two. Right. So I read. That's right. I I wonder what it would have been like if I had YouTube when I was learning. <laughs> right. But uh, it really forced me to create and write my own songs. Mm. So that I just felt I was so novice that I I had the capability and writing skills and melodies came very naturally to to me. So I just started writing very early. That's awesome. You mentioned. You know, if you have poetry and you have the music, you basically got songs there. I mean, Cheryl Crow is the big example with the, from Tucson Music Club with uh, All I Want to Do was a, a poem that she found. Uh, she just loves to get books of poetry wherever she is, and she found this poem and turned it into a song. And Carrie and I talked about doing something like that, so she went through my poems and That's picked so out a couple. That's so great one, Yeah, one of the songs on her latest album is from is my my poem yeah. that she's turned into a song. That's so, real. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Cheryl Crow. No, no, no. No. Carrie. Carrie. No. No, no, no. That would be pretty cool. No, Carrie did one for mine. Yeah. And it's, it's really it started funny. because of the Cheryl Crow yeah. one. He had That's what, that was just kind of a backstory. That that so that he was hoping would be a song, and I really loved it too. And what's the name, title of it again? Autumn eighteen ninety four. No, the oh, other Saturday one. at the Union Saturday Hall. Saturday at the Union Hall, and I wanted to, because everyone's oh. always like, you should try to do something a little more, you know, livelier. Because I'm pretty chill. Anyway, so, well, I, so and then it ended up being this really mellow song. song. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have a fun poetry music story. When I, I went to Loyalist College, did uh, broadcast journalism, and we did entertainment story. We did uh, magazine stories for uh, audio magazine. Uh, and one of the areas we did was entertainment and you could pick anything you wanted Biff Naked was coming to town oh, love yeah. Biff yeah. I was like cool I'm gonna I'm gonna get in touch I'm gonna interview her and everyone's like what are you talking about there's no way I'm like, why not so I got set up went through her company and, and got an interview and while we were talking we did a pretty long interview and I asked her about poetry and stuff and I mentioned that I have, I have a master's degree in poetry and, and uh, we wound up reading each other some poems during Aww. the interview and uh, it was it was pretty fun. Like Biff's, Biff's pretty cool. Yeah. That's Next cool. thing you know, she's written a song based on you. <laughs> <laughs> she, <laughs> take she takes your idea. It'd be a very different song than what Carrie generally writes. I wanted to talk to you. Uh, okay, so November fifteenth, you have got a video coming out of a song called "I Don't Dance." That's right. Um, and. When did you write that? Well, uh, it's just such a quick process. Uh, Me and my husband were at uh, Riley's having some lunch, and we were brewing up our next projects in our mind, and we were talking. I was we were talking music videos, and we came up with this concept about it being all about dancing. But the the song titles I don't dance, but the whole song's about dancing, (laughs) and we were starting to come up with this like. Theme and we really built really quickly on this idea. And I went home, I sat on my Wurlitzer, and I, I wrote the first uh, 
verse and the chorus. Wonderful. And I sent it to my producer, and I was like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, doing it. So we were in the studio, we came to the studio, we talked for two hours, we worked half hour on the song, had it done. Wow. And, wow. Uh, and then we were That's ready like to lightning start, in a can, right? We were, start, we were ready to start producing it. Wow. Um, so uh, this is, uh, Adam Newcomb is my producer and has been for the last nine years. And we are really on fire right oh, now. Oh, that's exciting. And so I'm our excited writing <laughs> and our collabs are coming together more than they ever have before. And I've put more trust in him than I ever have. And then like lightning, like you say, the song was written. We were laying down tracks, getting the backup vocals in, getting the saxophones on it, the whole thing. Dennis in on guitars, everything. And my producer played most of the instruments. First time I've like, you know, really sat back and just been like, I don't go ahead, play the instruments. Hey. We're a team. Mm. And so he took my song and brought it to life. That's wonderful. Wow. And it was, I mean, we wrote the video before the song, so it was really <laughs> neat how that all transpired. And so, as you're listening to this, you're going to be able to go because we're going to drop this podcast on November 15th. Yeah. So you can just go and watch the yeah. brand new video of uh, I Don't Dance by Lindsay Barr. We're going to shift to a little different song for our live song. You want to follow up with something? I did, but we can go. wait. We can After? Wait. Yeah. Will it work still? Yeah, yeah it will. Okay. Keep that thought in mind, Carrie Jane. <laughs> and we are going to go to a live performance of... A new song called Shadow, not even recorded. This is going to be groundbreaking wow. here on Musician Next Door. I love your shadow when you walk. I love the words that you choose when you talk. I love to hear you say, stay with me every minute, every day. And I say, oh yeah, oh yeah, ah ha 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 oh yeah, oh yeah, ah ha ha I love the patterns on your skin, from the sheets that we wake up tied up in. I love to hear you say, stay with me every minute, every day. And I say, oh yeah, oh yeah, ah ha ha ha, oh yeah, oh yeah, ah ha ha ha. Shadow can't feel cause the hollow, if I know the coolest one. Shadow cast it on tomorrow, watch the sunlight transform, oh, oh our, our love. Our love is too strong to rattle Shadow, cast it on tomorrow I love the crazy games you play Ooh, I love to hear you say You're always in my thoughts Ooh, I love your shadow when you walk And I say, oh yeah, oh yeah Oh, our love, our love is 
friend of ours, Miss Christy Reed. Mm -hmm. Now, I know she did makeup for your video Inside Out, right. as well as you were part of her Halloween series. And yeah. uh, I had a blast working on that and doing your hair you. and your theatrical side coming yeah. out. That was exciting. So I just wanted to hear, you know, hear a little bit more on your perspective of that. Yeah, uh, Christy, I'm a total fan. She's such a prolific artist. I have a lot of respect for her. I have a lot of respect for her drive. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're kindred spirits in, in that way, like there's always a project on the horizon, or maybe seven on the horizon. <laughs> and I just, I'm, I'm a real, I'm a real fan of that kind of go-getter attitude, and she really just goes and get her. And it's just, it's undeniable how prolific her creativity is. Yeah. I, and, and just always growing. I really, appreciate yeah. that. That day was wonderful. She worked like seven hours on me or so. Wow. Six hours. Was uh, whatever it was. She painted all my tattoos. Right? Yes. That was amazing. Um, it was yeah. outrageous. And the, Riley did the, the costume. Everybody came together. We did the hair, Riley and the photographer, Jen, from uh, Infinity Photography. Everybody came together and collaborated. I want to do more of that. Just yeah. for fun. For nothing. Just for fun. <laughs> Don't paint my face. Paint my face. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, it wasn't just your face, right? No. It was coming down the throat. Yeah. And, uh, it was that, wonderful. It was pretty just, crazy it was stuff. Epic. That's the kind of stuff I want to be up to like every day. Yeah. Like just getting together with friends and making stuff. It doesn't have to be music. Right? No, that was the... Second year I've worked with her on those series, and I mean, as Stephen knows, I'm always out yeah. with shoots and doing stuff with her. <laughs> it's a so blast. Cool. Yeah. Talk to that brings up your theatrical side that we talked about and how your love of projects, having things to go. I mean, you're you're a working musician, making your living as a musician, but you're doing so much more. And one of the cool things is the acting side, which you kind of did for a while, didn't do for a bit, got back into and. Um, the one that people may have may have seen it only was the one night the Janis Joplin show that you wrote, acted in, yeah. and and did the singing and I the, I didn't get to see it I wasn't actually around yeah, but the, the reviews are amazing talking yeah. about that you know just embodying Janis Joplin and mm -hmm. I I would think if 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 somebody else had written it they would have been like who could who could be Janis Lindsay Barr I mean yeah. it just seems so obvious <laughs> but yeah. you wrote it and then 
you just immersed yourself in that. Yeah. And, uh, and read a lot of books. On yeah. Um, I think that is also knowing what you're capable of hmm. and proving to people because it's not going to be handed to you. And again, it was it was a lunchtime uh, discussion between myself and my husband, and I was thinking about getting together a, a group of people and and doing a throwback show on the, the female grades. And he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> just you. Just Janis Joplin. And I was like, idea, idea. We weren't even done lunch, and I was already calling Market Hall. And we had booked it. And I was like, it's on. I'm ready to quit. I'm serious. And we did it. So you like deadlines too, right? I love it. I, I, I'm not a procrastinator. Yeah. I get my shit done. Nice. Um, but I... Uh, I, I think it's a million dollar show and I do have an acting agent and she is interested in knowing more about this show but I think easily we could take this to Europe you know and do oh, yeah. like Germany and Switzerland they would love it and it's just like it's all right there I mean I chronicled her very short four year career and have theatrical oh, moments and I have a world class band I mean we even rehearsed their mistakes Wow. Like it was verbatim. Wow. And uh, I'm and music director Rico Brown was was uh, right on board, so he he helped with making the show what it was. Now when you talk about rehearsing mistakes and the verbatim, you're you're doing like the TV appearances. The, yeah. You know, you, that's all incorporated. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't do not break character. Yeah. It's not a it's a tribute, but with with so much more. Yeah. It has theatrical moments, and I, it's in my back pocket. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Right. But I am reluctant to bring it to a bar scene. It's a soft-seater show. I know it can sell, and I know that we could bring it either across Canada, which is a hard hard ticket, but mm-hmm. I think it would be take to Europe. Absolutely. And it yeah, would be I think something. so. You know, why not? Let's tour for two months, make our money, and then go back home. Perfect. But, I mean... The world is our oyster. <laughs> what else do you got going on? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff happening and the video's coming out yeah. today. If you're listening to this, yeah. the day this drops, but uh, so much stuff going on. What else is, is in the mix? Just finished nursing school. So what? Just uh, putting that wow. on the back burner for a minute. Yeah. I mean, I worked hard for the last you couple years. You are working, yeah. you're going to school and doing music? I, just fin- I finished nursing yeah. school and then I did my clinical medical hours in the summer. Wow. At wow. Uh, Ontario Shores uh, Mental Health Sciences okay. in Whippy, wow. and I completed my medical hours. So right now I'm 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 in limbo. I'm between be, being a nurse and just continuing my arts. So I'm gonna take till about January. I think I'm just gonna put out the last things I need to do, and then I'm gonna dive into my nursing career. Wow, wow. very cool. And we actually just set this up during the break. Uh, you're gonna be exhibiting some art here yeah. at Revive Airlines. <laughs> I mean, this is how it happens. Eh? There like, you go. Boom, there we go. Get going. Yeah, February, you said, right? 2020? Yeah, yeah. there you go. That'll be great. So, uh, so look for Lindsay Barr somewhere in Europe being Janice yeah. Joplin. You know, man. Are you <laughs> yeah. an agent? Do you want to back my show? Come on. And that was not directed to us. That was directed at the microphone yeah. to whoever's <laughs> listening to the, show, to the show. It's going to be Don't huge. The art, the... the everything like there's so much a uh, uh, bit of a renaissance woman and yes, we thank just you. You yes absolutely and you don't have to be mine but thank you you bet so i'm steven stamp i'm carrie jane and we're just thrilled to have had you here Lindsay. thanks so much for coming and sharing yeah, yourself you.
Well, well thank you so much. You boosted my confidence like tenfold. I'm oh. courageous. Even. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you are. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful time. Quick reminder, Lindsay Barr will appear at Musician Next Door Live Thursday, December 12th at 9 p.m. We hope you can join us there. Thanks for being with us on the podcast. We'll see you soon.